Hey everyone, you're listening to Goddamn GameCube, a podcast where we discuss video game franchises and video game industry topics that we're passionate about. This is episode three of the Fire Emblem Retrospective. <sighs> okay. Ugh. All right, it's time to talk about one of my least favorite games, this franchise. I'm going to reiterate what you said. Every game in this franchise is good to an extent. This one is probably one of, if not my least favorite in this franchise, and I have played literally all of them. Yeah, you're talking about Shadow Dragon. This is Shadow Dragon for the DS. Yeah, do you know what's so it's so strange about this game? Whenever I think about the DS, I forget we didn't really have a Fire Emblem entry. It's this one. Yeah. When I think like handheld games, it's just a Fire Emblem is a big part of it, but this one is not. No, the DS era of Fire Emblem, I think, might have been the worst Probably. in its, its entire lifespan. It's unfortunate because it really should have been the era it was the best. Yeah, which really sucks. So let's get into this game a little bit. Yeah. So Shadow Dragon is a remake of the very first game ever made. It's the 20th anniversary of the franchise. That's why they did it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's why they did it. And um, I guess you give them some credit for making the game faithful to the original, but... It was a little bit too faithful, and it just fell short in a lot of ways, in my opinion. Yeah, what I always remember about this game is that I just think it's very meh. It's so it's boring. It's bland. It's, it's, it's not really much, boring because you go from the epic scale of Radiant Dawn. Oh, we gotta storm the castle. We gotta climb the tower to okay. This this to to yeah yeah kind of record scratch. Yeah, nothing. So one interesting part about this yeah. game, which is this is remember how we said in the very beginning that uh, Roy and Marth were included in Super Smash Brothers Melee for the, fir the first interactions with this franchise in the US. Yeah. We finally got a game that features one of those characters. Yeah. You know, uh, 10 years later. Yeah, I know. So Marth is the is the main character of this game. I even forgot that yeah. until we had to, we were sort of preparing to, to talk about this game. Mm -hmm. I forgot about that. It's really kind of unfortunate because Marth is their very first main character and he's, you know, face of the franchise, very first main character, pretty well-written character too. But unfortunately this was his debut in the U S which really sucks. Yeah. And this game, it's very hard to articulate or, or sort of speak on this game where it's just very meh. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess some quick bullet points here. I don't remember. I shouldn't say that. I, I, I don't find any of the characters to be super like interesting. This like, is a good, good jumping off point. I'll say. Yeah. So you can praise this game a little bit for its script. I, I've gone through the script. You know, I played the game a couple of times. The script is very well written. The whoever wrote it did a great job. The characters don't have much unless your name is Marth. Sida, Keda, however you want to pronounce that, or Maladus, yeah. who really don't have any lines. Yeah. Every character, they have a line when they're recruited, and they have a line when they die. They don't really have anything else. There are no support conversations. Really? Not, I, they, I forgot about that. There's still support bonuses. Yeah. So, like, if characters know each other, like Ogma, Barst, they know yeah. each other. They have a little bit of bonus when fighting next to but each other. But it can't be improved upon. No, there's they don't talk, nothing like that. So you don't get a whole lot of characterization. I read a long time ago, I read a comment about this game that said, it just looks like a bunch of cardboard cutouts. Yeah, that's what it really feels like. Can you name five characters from this game that aren't Marth or Keda? No, because I thought Salah was one of them. <laughs> I can't even remember this. It, it doesn't there's matter. There's a generic sage character in this game, yeah, right? But, his, but it's not Pent. Wendell. Oh, it's Wendell. Wendell. Yeah, Wendell. Remember Wendell? Wait a minute. Yeah. Isn't there another Wendell in a different game? Probably. They tend, they're reusing some names now. Yeah, I think they're reusing some names now. I, I have don't to research remember. that. But yeah, yeah. It's so bad. All right, so let's talk about this real quick. This game gets a little bit of praise from, from I want to say, purists. What? This game does a pretty good job at keeping the strategy high. 
but the RPG low, if that oh, makes any sense. Okay, in what way? Yeah, so there's a lot of difficulty meth- um, uh, difficulty modes in this game. Okay. Yeah, so you can go from normal, medium, hard, merciless I mode. I forgot about that. Some of them are pretty interesting, <laughs> and a lot of them are more like puzzles where, here you go, here are your characters, you can beat this, but if you do the wrong move, you will lose. But if you do this correctly in the way, you know, the way to do it, you, you could do this 100%. There are ways to beat these maps like puzzles. Interesting. So if you do the right thing, you will win basically okay. all the time. Yeah. Gotcha. So that's a, pr- I guess I have to praise that aspect again. The strategy is pretty good. They're um, in this, in this game, they did put a little bit of a save feature, right? Where you could yeah, save a couple point. of times per, per map. This is um this and the other game on the DS that never came here. They had a map save feature, which is very interesting. One or two save points on every map and you can use them whenever you want. It's your choice. Which is a very interesting aspect. I didn't hate that because it, it was a way to save some progress. Which I was do nice. remember that about this yeah. game. So, okay, we're going into features. We need to talk about one feature that started in Shadow Dragon and has become a mainstay of the franchise ever since. Yes. Reclassing yes. started in Shadow Dragon. When we say reclassing, every character has starts as a certain class in every game in this series. Starting in Shadow Dragon, Shadow Dragon, you can change them into a different class depending yes. on if they're male or female. But it's they're really not limited in any aspect. You can change them to almost anything you want. Let me ask you this though: Is it ever worthwhile to do that? Yes. Really? Yes. They're especially on the harder difficulties. Can you make everybody you want a flying unit? You absolutely can. Really? Yeah. So what I like to do on the higher difficulties, because enemy stats are really high, some classes become kind of worthless. Yeah. This is, I remember in the last episode where I said max stats really start to matter. Yeah. In this game especially, a lot of classes don't have great speed when maxed out. Okay. So when you get late into the game, you kind of have to change classes so you can get the class with the higher speed so you can double so you can actually win yeah so i would say yeah in normal difficulty no it doesn't matter at all uh but in higher difficulties oh yeah reclassing is very important to actually winning okay yeah. so it, th- there is that aspect too and i can't deny as someone who loves replaying this game reclassing gives a lot of replayability wait you love replaying this entry no sorry did i say <laughs> i love replaying games in this franchise yeah not this one sorry no i love replaying games in this franchise and when games in this franchise have high replay value i regard them very highly yeah so this game if you, with reclassing that makes the replayability through the roof. Do you also think it makes the characters worse because they don't have an identity? I yeah, I was gonna bring that up too. Um, my, I'm so torn on reclassing. Yeah. I love it for the uh, the gameplay and replayability replayability aspect. Like, oh, I want to make all mages this run through and see if I can do it. I, I can do that in this game. That's yeah. pretty cool. But you're right, characters have an identity. It's just like in the other games. Okay, this is my swordmaster. If he dies, I don't have a swordmaster. Oh yeah, master. he's like yeah, Carol or Carl. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a swordmaster. Yeah. Oh yeah, Irks the mage. Yeah, right. But like, but if when you can make anybody anything, I don't. You just think I don't like that in any video game. Mm-hmm. I don't like that I at know. all. I know. There were, it's just then why is me getting a knight special? I can just make one. Yeah, exactly. I don't like it. Exactly. And some it's weird because the people that are knights tend to make better other classes because knights aren't that great in this game. Yeah, it's. I, I tend to not like reclassing. You know what it is? I mm-hmm. feel like it just goes too far where I don't yeah. I, I don't mind the branching classes of other entries where yeah. they let you sort of, yes, you can be a paladin or a great knight or, hey, you can be a paladin, choose a weapon. Mm-hmm. When you let everybody be everything, dude, then it's Skyrim. I know. <laughs> you can do everything. So I will say there is a little bit of a limit you can use. Okay. Um, Does it cap you out on how many flying units you can have or how many? Yeah, it yeah. basically says um, however many of a certain unit you have in your army that's what you can make. So okay. if you have six cavaliers in your army, you can make six cavaliers. Okay, sure. Which you get so, that's another thing. You had so many characters in this game and they're 
and not a lot of them are useful. A lot of them are bad. Yeah, like you probably have eight or so paladins by the end of the game. It's like, why? You know what it is too about yeah. this game? If you're doing a grand remake of the first game, no. why are these? Why are there so many like? flaws of this game from the past five years they really wanted to make this game faithful to the original and mistake uh, i think in part you should try to be faithful to originals when you're remaking but you also have to make them better (laughs) no i mean dude we just did a whole thing on why the resident evil one remake out totally outclasses the original there's no reason to have it yeah exactly the the original is obsolete right but in this game not really they kind of made things bare bones it's kind of the same yeah and uh so one thing I want to talk about too is they gutted the magic triangle in this game. Do you remember really? this? It doesn't exist. No, I there's, don't remember this. There's attack magic and staffs. That's it. Eek. Yeah. So basically being a bishop is worthless because bishops yep. and sages can both use attack magic and staffs. So yep. why would you ever be something with a lower magic stat? You wouldn't. There's no point. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess something that, that they did definitely keep true from the original one is they both aren't fun. <laughs> <laughs> They're, they're both not fun to play in just different ways. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. You're right, though. I mean, we've talked about this on a couple of episodes that you've been a guest on where, hey, look, this, this gameplay element that I made completely undoes this other gameplay element I made. Oh, no, I fucked it up. <laughs> I know, like, right? Why? Ugh. Like, oh, wait, bishops and uh, and sages, they use the same stuff. Yeah. Why would you use a worse one? Okay. It doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. So, but in regard to classes, they did something right. Yes. Promotion items are all but gone. Well, I shouldn't say that. They're all master seals. That's fine with which me. Which is awesome. Please, yeah. thank you. I can you can get them multiple amounts of them. You can use them whenever you want. It's like, yes, I want to promote this guy when when I want to and I can because it's just a master seal. It's great. That's I love fine. That. You know what? I actually don't mind that because yeah. you know I don't think upgrade items are a bad idea and I don't think leveling up at twenty is a bad idea. No. I think when but when they simplify it down a little bit, hey, all you need is this thing that can do it to anyone. I love that. I, I like That's it. What I, I think want. it's fine. I think this game finally got promotions right yeah which is interesting because it's can you class change after you promote yes wow then you reclass into the promoted classes oh yeah it gets a little crazy yeah so uh, another really good aspect of this game is they implemented probably one of the best features especially for this game in this one uh it introduced the ability to skip through things in what way you can skip phases you can skip battle scenes oh you can skip animations the start yeah so you can get through this game faster than possible good because uh, i don't want to play i don't want to play this game anymore <laughs> yeah, <play> it. uh, <laughs> and it's so hard to to say that because we there aren't a lot of things about this game that i can say dude i hated this i just yeah. don't like it yeah like it's, it's just it's boring game. yeah like everything is bland about this game yeah the the character art is fine but everything is dark yeah they're the character art has no personality. Why all the characters have chubby cheeks, I really don't know. I don't know. It's very strange. Um, the mute soundtrack's good as usual, but even the cover art of this game is boring. I didn't bring it up in the other one, but yeah. the cover arts in the series are usually pretty good. They usually feature, you know, the main characters in the front with weapons fighting stuff. Uh, check out the Path of Radiance cover, probably yeah. one of my favorites in the series. This game's cover is literally just the map. Eek. It's like, what? Why did you do that? I don't know. It couldn't have You know been... what's funny? They don't even uh, mention it's the 20th anniversary, no, do they? On the they cover? No, they don't do anything like they that. They don't. Yeah, I don't know what they were thinking with some of the stuff in this game, I don't honestly. Know. Do you think they just took it to, took it to what's the word? Um, they didn't, it, they played it too safe? I think they did. I yeah, think they did. Probably. And, uh, surprising. I mean, Biorhythm's gone though, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank God. <laughs> no more yeah. biorhythm. This game gutted everything. They hey, gutted everything. Hey, you know what? No skills either. Actually, I don't. I don't dislike <laughs> yeah, that. No, no. We're kind of back to basics here. Get yeah, grounded back to a basics, little bit, but too much. Yeah, a little bit too much back to also, basics. Also, like 
wait a minute. Yeah. Isn't this the game where everything is, is defeat all enemies or seize? Yes. Yeah. This is the one where, uh, chapter, um, uh, chapter objectives, chapter objectives. Yes. Thank you. Are just going down the tubes. Yeah. They don't do anything. Every single map is a seize in this game and Marth has to do it. Oh, and Martha's the only one who can visit villages. Oh my God. That, makes that half really of makes, makes this game so annoying. Yeah. You have to lug Martha around. Oh, by the way, Martha doesn't promote. So <sighs> when you get midway through the game, Martha and everyone's useless. promoting, it's like, okay, you have to lug Martha everywhere. Oh, and by the way, the rescue mechanics gone. So you can't even ferry him anywhere now. That sucks. Yeah. So what they, what people do in this game, which I think is really funny. It's the only game in the series where you can really do this. Well, there may be a couple. It's called warp skipping. Okay. You get so many uses of the warp staff that you can just warp people everywhere anytime you want and oh just clear maps in a couple turns. Like you said earlier, to get this game over with, yeah. it's pretty good. Pretty good way of doing that. Warp skipping is kind of fun. I, I will admit that. It's pretty fun to do that. Well, I mean, I feel like you're just warp skipping because you don't want to play it. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, well, there's, there's an annoying chapter. You can just warp skip your way out of it. I guess. But, I mean, yeah. I don't have a lot of thoughts on this game uh, other than it, go ahead. I mean, please. Yeah. So I should get to some good parts about this game because yeah, it did do some, a few. Some, yeah. Some, some gameplay aspects are good. Um, I thought a couple of the maps were well done. The ones where you fight Garnef are very interesting. That's true. Yeah. The ones like he's invincible. So what do you do? He's running around the map, but you can't hurt him. How do you beat the map? No, it's kind of interesting. You have to figure that out. Yeah. Uh, the final one where you actually have to kill him. Uh, although the only interesting map aside from that in this game is when you make Starlight. Yeah, it's true. That's the only one. Otherwise, it, eh, eh. that's really it. Um, so the unit balance is abysmal. Yeah. As we've said, like you get so many random units of every class. I don't know why they, like you have your main Cavaliers, yeah. Abel and Kane, which is cool. You know, biblical, cool names. I biblical. like that. Yeah, I like it. Then you get, oh, hey, Rashea. Oh, okay. Oh, another guy. Oh, all right. Uh, why do I have an eight? Why are there nine paladins on my team? I thought five was a lot in yeah. seven. Yeah, Six, it's worthless. Yeah. And also the speaking of characters, their interactions are terrible. They're too. terrible. Like Mathis, another cavalier you get, you have to recruit him with Lena, his sister. Yeah. He attacks her without saying anything. That's so stupid. It's like, why? And you know what it is? It's one of those things, man, where just, it go, you know, I always go back to, it doesn't have that extra level of care. Yeah. He, he knows her. Why would you do that? Right. I know. Unless I know. there's some vendetta where he hates her. That yeah. doesn't even make sense. No. no. And when Lena talks to him, he's like, oh, hey, nice. Hey, Good to up? see you. I'm going to join you. After you just threw a javelin at my head. Thanks. What the fuck? It makes no sense to me. And it's, it's just not enough care was put into this. No, no, not at all. Uh, one good thing about this game, though, we do see the um, the roots of this series, which is nice. This character- is a remake of the first one. Yeah, all the character archetypes are there. In every game, you get the two Christmas Cavaliers. You see Christmas Cavaliers? Yeah, yeah red and green. They're always <laughs> red and green. Yeah. You get the Christmas Cavs. You get the, the, the low-level mage who you think is kind of cute, so you use them. Yep. You get the shitty archer. Yep. You know, you, you, you see, it's like, oh, it started in yeah, this but game. Like, but if you're but, doing a remake, dude, you could have just made this better. I don't yeah, get it. Yeah, I know. So <clears throat> speaking of characters too, there's one really crappy part of this game about um, units and them yeah. dying, which sucks. In order to get the side quests, you have to kill your units. Do you know that? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. I feel like I'm saying that phrase a lot about this game. Yeah, yeah. Don't you only, you only get them if, if like, what? A certain you, amount the, of units are dead. Yeah, it's almost like a, a play to get you more units. Which is really weird. It's really weird. It's kind. It's very strange how they, it's very unfire emblem, where you have to kill people to get 
things. You know, and also like, but you can just restart chapters to not have people die. Who yeah. cares? Like, why would you do that? There is one really funny thing you can do. I'm not sure. sure if you know this. No. If you kill literally everyone in your army except for Marth, you start to get replacement generic units. Oh my God. Which is really, really? funny. You get a scene where Maladus comes up to Marth and is like, hey, uh, we're running low on troops, so we've recruited a few. Like, <laughs> you literally get generic uh Generals, generic paladins. They have made up names. Oh my Although god. The fighter named Wimp was pretty funny. I'll, That's give, pretty I'll funny. give them that. They're shitty and they just die. But I did a playthrough once where you just, just Marth and generics. It was very funny. I will admit but, that. But it's stupid. But like, that's very unfireable. Oh, to it's do very that. You should just be punished because you suck. Yeah. It, like, that. Yeah, no, it's bad. I mean, <sighs> the story of this game isn't very good either. It's very bare bones. There's little to no world building at all. Yeah. I mean, the. I don't show me a map of the first game. I can't tell you where anything is. I know. In Path of Radiance, Sacred Stones, and uh, Fire Emblem Seven. If you show me a map of those games, I could probably oh, yeah. tell you. There's oh, yeah. Foray. Yeah. Yeah. There's Ostia. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. But this game, I have no idea where anything is. What's Grok? Grust? I don't freaking know. I don't know. There's an island. All right. Cool. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Do you do you have final thoughts on this game <laughs> before? No, not really. So this is really I. You know what? Actually, if you don't mind, no, I, I want to give my final thought on this. Please. This is really where Fire Emblem hit a really big trouble spot. I think that's really the main message here that we should be uh, maybe reinforcing is this isn't a bad game. No, but it's boring, mm-hmm. and it kind of everyone already didn't care about this franchise at yeah. this time. Right, and. With this game, it, Fire Emblem was in a really tough spot. Like, yeah. to the to the point where um, we'll talk about this in just a moment. We didn't even get the next one. I know, like, I know. It's just, what do you, if you have final it. thoughts on this game? Yeah, I think I mean, this game disappointed me in a lot of ways. <laughs> I'll, I'll yeah. say that. But the biggest one, I think, is what we said in the first episode, where the plot of Fire Emblem games is generally not incredibly well done, but it's the interactions between the characters that make these games shine. And this game doesn't really it has have like that. none. No, it doesn't have that at all. And that really disappoints me. Yeah, like support's gone. Yeah. You don't get these endearing, like, it doesn't have that next level of care. Characters are so replaceable. If I kill one, yeah, whatever. It literally replaces them for yeah, you. Yeah, it literally <laughs> does. They're so replaceable, it does it for you. <laughs> the game does it for you. you yeah. yeah, it's bad. Ugh, okay, so my final thoughts. Good things about this game. The strategy's really good. Uh, the script, I wouldn't say the story, but the writing quality in the script is very good. So big ups to the translation big team. Up, yeah, translation team did a good job. Localization was good. Yeah, Marth as a character is good, but everyone else sucks. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, he that's sucks, so you don't want to use him anyway. <laughs> I know. Ugh. Ugh. So you There's get Fauci, and then it's just like, whatever. Oh, actually, I have a final thought. You can do a really quirky thing in this game. Yeah. So I feel like that's the only way to make this game fun is do quirky things. But, yeah. So with Marth, you do... Um, the fight against Garneth to get the Falchion, right? Mm-hmm. So what happens if you don't get it? Do you know? No. All right. So <laughs> there's a way to get two copies of the Falchion oh, in this game. It's really stupid. So this is the first game in the franchise. I actually kind of like this. If a character dies, all their weapons and stuff are put into your convoy. Which they should be. Which they should be. In the in prior games, it didn't happen. Because you bury them. them, you probably get their stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. In the other game, I guess you buried their sword with them. I don't know. But in this game, you get their stuff back. Yeah. So you get a secret side quest if Tiki is dead. Okay. If you give Tiki the Falchion and kill her, you get the side quest, which gives you a super powerful dragon, another Falchion, and you can use the revive staff to bring Tiki back. Dude. It's really funny. Fuck this game. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? That's like the only game in this franchise where they didn't put any thought into this. No. That never happens. You can never like save scum these games or not save scum. You Mm -hmm. can never game this game no. and to do it. you can never do that these games always have a sort of human element that makes you care 
And this game just didn't do that, and it's really disappointing. Yeah, this is the goddamn GameCube stamp of we don't care about this game. Yeah, at you all. know, I went to this to this recording of this podcast thinking I don't really like this game. We'll talk. I like it less after yeah, talking about. I like this. it less. <laughs> I thought of. I had a decent opinion of this game. Like, yeah, I almost thought about replaying it for this podcast. Yeah. I chose not to. You probably made a good choice. Yeah. You just read the wiki or something. Seriously. For the five lines of dialogue that happen in this game. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like moving on, yes. let's talk a little bit about the game we didn't get. Yeah. So this is really disappointing. Um, I'm not, this game, you know, kind of sucks. Yeah. Well, first of all, this game reviewed better than Radiant Dawn, which I'm really Fucking upset bullshit. about. I believe this game also sold better than Radiant Dawn because on the DS. You talk, you're game. talking about Shadow Dragon. Shadow Dragon, yes. Yeah. I believe it's outsold those games. It still didn't sell very well. No. Um, so this game and basically the commercial failure of past Fire Emblem games, it kind of put the series in a little bit of a lull where we were afraid it was going to get canceled. We yeah. didn't get the next game. I remember when we talked back then, we thought it was going to get canceled. Yeah. So the next game on the DS... Um, it never got translated here. There is a fan translation of this game, but uh, it's Fire Emblem New Mystery of the Emblem, Heroes of Light and Shadow. Yeah. Which was, it would have been a pretty cool entry into the series because it was the first game where you had a self-insert playable character. That's right. Yeah. You had an avatar character. Yeah. I Technically, you have one in Fire Emblem 7 with a tactician, which we didn't even mention the tactician but in that game. But it doesn't game. matter. It doesn't really matter all that much. But in that... In, Just giving you agency in the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But in... That new game that we never got, you had a playable um, self-insert, yeah. which wasn't very good, but it was there. But you could do it. It was an interesting aspect yeah. of the game. And we didn't. And America didn't even get we it. We didn't get this game. And I remember we actually saw, not a trailer, but we knew it was being announced. And then we were like, all right, so uh, where is it? Yeah, when are we going to get the translation? It released in Japan, and we're like, mm, it's not yeah. happening. Yeah, we, were, mm. we had to have been in college at the time. Let's see. Um, 2010, 2011? Right? Yeah, yeah, about college time. About college about time. About college time when this it game came out. It never came. No, it's, uh it was very disappointing how this game never came out, and it really, oh, geez. In fact, us and other Fire Emblem fans were like, it, This series is probably done. This is not good. Which, I feel like that's a really good transition topic mm-hmm. into, like, a very this is like uh, from a business perspective this next game we're going to talk about is fascinating absolutely fascinating fire emblem awakening yes this is one of these games where you guys ever had this moment where you said you know what we're not going to be able to make another one we're not going to be able to do this again fuck it let's ball out you know what i love them for this i do too you know that we didn't even think awakening was gonna come out gonna come out for a while i remember uh we knew that awakening was coming out in japan yeah and then e3 happened and we're like hey what the fuck and uh, Reggie had to tweet after the event and said, hey, yeah, we're getting Awakening. Oh That's my how God. we found out Thank it was coming you, Reggie. out. Big ups. Yeah, big ups to Reggie. Thanks. Because <laughs> he's probably getting inundated with shit Reggie like Fils-Aimé, us. Reggie Yes, we should yes. say. Yeah, former president of Nintendo. Yeah. yeah, he had to tweet that we were getting this game. That's so bad. Which is awful. People really don't care about this. Yeah, Ugh, which is terrible. So then we got the highly controversial Fire Emblem Awakening, yeah, the well, 13th entry in this franchise. Controversial from maybe a gameplay perspective, yes. but I'll say from like a business perspective, yes. it's like the best thing that could have happened to this oh franchise. God, yeah. Where here's what, I mean, it made a huge transition. Like this yeah. is now sort of an anime style game. Mm-hmm. Every gameplay feature kind of makes a return. Some yep. new stuff makes a return in this game. Yeah. I also want to point out, yeah. Shadow Dragon came out 2009. Yeah. This game came out in 2013. Eek. It's been four, uh, four years. Am I doing the math right? Yeah, yeah three or four, four years. Three or four to four years. And remember what we said earlier? These games typically come out pretty quick. One to two yeah. years between entries. Well, they did, but they didn't release the other one. It, right, that's true. That's, yeah. They do, but... So it's been a while since the U.S. has gotten a Fire Emblem game. Yeah. And this game was huge. Yeah, it was huge. Also, I, do you know what I'm thinking now? Just kind of 
now that you know Fire Emblem is is really in our brains the past couple of hours. Yeah, I always forget this. The 3DS was struggling at the time. It was, and and it's it's weird to think that now because it sold through the roof right. over the course of 2013, 14, yep. 15, and so on. Yep. Um, it is this could have been a reason you know why they did this because well shit you know nothing's working nobody's buying one what if we put a huge franchise that maybe people don't know about on this console let's feature it in yeah. uh in uh, what was the smash bros on the wii or on the wii u smash bros for wii u yes thank you <laughs> yeah. yeah so you know like you know they're brawl characters and yep. then uh smash wii u characters yep. fuck it let's yep. just put all these characters into this franchise and let's make a 3ds release and see what happens yeah you know i remember i was hyped as fuck for this game we hadn't yeah. seen one for a while i drove home in a blizzard to play this game remember yes. that yes. yeah i got the special edition 3d i didn't own a 3ds before this game yeah so i guess that's part people like me who didn't own one it got me to buy i one. can't believe they released a 3ds with this game yeah they, they really put some money into this yeah oh wait you mean they actually advertised it and it did well what a fucking it, shocker a fucking shock yeah have you ever seen a fire emblem advertisement before 2013 no no i remember I was in college at the time. My friends were texting me, yo, I just saw a Fire Emblem commercial on Cartoon Network. I'm like, what? What? This, no, this doesn't happen. There was a commercial for Fire Emblem 7. Really? Yeah, it's really bad. In Japan? You you should look, no, here too. What? What happened to dork ass? Oh, (laughs) Wait, can I make that the subtitle? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to make that the subtitle of this episode. (laughs) What happened to dork ass? (laughs) Oh my God. I'll have to look that up. It's really funny. You should That's you great. should rewatch it. You'll remember it when you when you watch it. Yeah, I mean, um, let's let's get let's right talk in, about let's get this. right into it here. Oh man, they the, put fucking everything, everything in this, in this game. game. For I mean, okay, n- not all of it is successful. <laughs> no, but I, I almost feel like. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I don't really like this game that much compared yeah. to other ones in the franchise, but mm-hmm. I just really appreciate this game. Yeah. because of how much they really balled out and oh just put God. everything in it. They really had a fuck it let's do this fuck moment it. it's great so the first thing i want to bring bring up is they brought the world map back yep from uh sacred stone slash gaiden yep. they brought that back you can do shop on the world map do random battles everything like that yep so that's uh from i'd like to think they brought back all of their favorite features from past everything. entries and a world map is probably someone said hey i like world map let's put them in they're like ah fuck it you sure fuck it. let's do it yeah so um base works functionally the same yeah, you know it, what I want to say about the world map? Yeah, it's really funny. This game takes place. It's a different name. It's called Gilis and yeah. whatever. It takes place in the same continent that Fire Emblem One and Shadow Dragon took place on. Yes, I know the fire. I know the Shadow Dragon map better because of Awakening. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, which is like, come on, Shadow Dragon, yeah, really? What the fuck, really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Marth is even in this game. That's that's true. Yeah. I mean, I was also going to say about Awakening. I mean, yep. I guess maybe right off the bat here, mm-hmm. I really appreciate the spirit of this game, but yep. it's it's a in terms of balancing, it's a disaster. This game is so broken. It's a disaster. <laughs> like it, it's really it's fun. Like oh, it's yeah. super fun, but it's super broken. Like dude, being able to like team up your characters. Oh my god. Oh my up. god. Oh, pair up. So like, okay, why? Like you just you make them great. Yeah, I know, but you make them unbelievable. Oh yeah, your your characters just become absolutely ridiculous and you can just pair up anybody you want. Yeah. Like you can put up level one long coup and give someone plus five speed just because just because you really want to. Yeah, it's yeah, I know. Yeah. It's ridiculous. This game is super easy, probably one of the easiest game in the franchise, just because you can break this wide open. Yeah. So I mean, 
Let's talk about one of the reasons why yeah. you can break this game wide open is the reclassing system in this game. Yeah. Um, while it does break the game, I do think it's a better system than in Shadow Dragon because at least you're limited. Yeah. So this game does it with second seals. Yes. Use a second seal and every character has a certain amount of classes they can change to. Yep. So it's not like you can have an entire team of Wyvern Lords. They tried to balance this. They tried. It doesn't work. It but... didn't work, but they tried. You know why it didn't work? Because when you reclass, <laughs> your character goes back to level one and they keep their stats for the most Holy part. Holy crap. Yeah, so you could just level them up yeah, again. Yeah, this is also one of those games where stats go through the roof. Oh my god, it's insane. It's actually a very interesting aspect about this game too. They changed up the max stats for this game. Yeah. Um, normally in your first tier, everybody can get up to 20 in every yeah. stat, but they, they changed that a lot for this one yeah. because your characters get really, really good really, really fast. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I also want to say like something I actually I didn't love about this game. Yeah. I don't really... This is the one where you had um, the origin characters and like the the sort of... Not origin characters. What's the word? Time travel characters. Kids of oh, characters. Boy. Yep. Yeah. yeah I, we're I, not going to say any plot about points about this game. Yeah. But if you want to think the plot of uh, Avengers Endgame, it's basically the plot of Fire Emblem Awakening. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't love that. Me neither. I don't I don't really like it. Yeah. I, think I liked Endgame. I didn't like the plot of this game. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I don't... I mean, that's the thing. I kind of reiterate. I don't particularly like this game or love this game um, because it's like, wait a minute, but we have kids from other dimensions or other timelines, yeah. but now they're in our party. I don't really get it. In universe, it, oh God, they made it make sense. It really doesn't, but they made it make sense. The whole yeah. time travel aspect. Okay, fine. Sure, we had kids. They're from the future and they came back through the Outrun game. Fine, okay, whatever. It makes sense in universe, but it's kind of stupid. It's really stupid. It's really stupid and they're all really overpowered. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> So uh, let's talk about that, actually. Yeah. Um, this is an aspect they brought back from Genealogy of the Holy War, Fire Emblem 4, where you create pairings with your characters to yeah, create children. Yeah, also to reiterate, you know, that game did not come out here. Right, did That's not come out That's a Japanese... Here. The Japanese-only game, they created a two-generation system in this game, too, yeah. where you pair up your characters and you get their children. Yep. So uh, what do you think about that? <laughs> I mean, you know what's interesting about this game? Yeah. Besides that, it's just... What do I think about that? Yeah. It's bad. <laughs> 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 you know what it is? No, no, yeah. I shouldn't say that. Yeah. I the game is so easy yep. and you all everyone is so good. Yeah. We're like, it doesn't matter. I like, know. You could pair people up and have kids and you can do that. Why? For the anime giggles? Like it doesn't make yeah. any that's really it. It's like, really it weird. doesn't make any sense. No, it, it doesn't. And also like you know what? It makes no sense from a balancing perspective, nope. a gameplay perspective, a story perspective. You, why would you do it? They they really just said, fuck it, let's do this, fuck let's it. roll. And That's you know, the whole game. Fuck it, let's roll. Fuck it. You know what we didn't even mention? That's what? a part of why this game is so broken. What? You have a self-insert character named Robin. Oh, that's right. And he is probably the most overpowered character Because he can do everything, franchise. right? He can be any class you want. Uh, I do like the customization of him. You can tell him what stat he's good at, what stat yeah. he's bad at, mm -hmm. which at the end of the game doesn't really matter. He'll max everything out anyway. Yep. But at least in the beginning, yeah. it kind of makes a difference. I don't mm -hmm. know. You can have him be magic-based, yeah. melee-based. It's kind of kind of cute. Kind of a cute way to do it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I like, I, I actually, I don't mind the insert of the custom character. Right. I, it doesn't really bother me either way. It doesn't bother me. I don't think they've done it exceptionally well in any game in the franchise, but I now it's either. here to stay, I think. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I would, I would actually be cool if, if they just made him like he's not customizable, he is a certain unit. Yeah. Or, you know, but he's you. Right. It's fine. Yeah. It doesn't, it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. But I mean, kind of, I think moving right along here, why yep. don't we maybe um, focus into are there maybe specific maps or specific characters that jump out to you as good rather than the game just being kind of a fun 
sort of fun fucking romp. clusterfuck. I do like some of the characters in this game because yeah. uh, they brought support conversations back yeah. and they're a lot quicker to get now, which yeah. is great. Yeah. Um, I like uh, quite a few of the cast. Not my favorite cast in the series, but I think a few of the characters nice, I, are nice. I like Vake. Yeah. Vake is a cool guy. Um, I, I And you know who's really grown on me is Krom. Yes. The main lord. Yeah. He's Terry Turns like a dad jokey kind of guy, and I kind of appreciate that. Yeah. He's very wholesome. I do appreciate Crom. Baby units are back in this game, right? The tr- uh, Donald is back. Donald. Donald yeah. Back. I call them baby units, baby recruit units. units. Yeah. Donald's, Donald's in this game. He's cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh my God. Isn't, um, oh my God, what is his name? Is mm. Henry in this game? Henry, yeah. Oh my God. I like Henry. The, a weird, lot. Uh, the weird dark Like mage. sadistic dude. Yeah. yeah he's really, yeah. really. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. It's oh, re- speaking of which, yeah. this is the game where they, uh, they, they invented cut in quote, cut in crits. Yes. They cut in with a quote. I kind of like them actually. I they do give too. characters a lot of personality. I agree. Yeah. I like that a lot. I was also going to say, I feel like um, the most important aspect of this game, other than that it exists and it's crazy. Yep. This is huge. You you can play it on casual mode. I was gonna mention. I was hoping you were gonna say casual mode for that because yeah. you were right. This is something we need to talk I about hated right now. This. But I, you oh. know, here's the deal. I absolutely hated this, mm-hmm. but it saved the franchise. It had to happen, and so I said, "Fine." Yeah. Like so, just a very quick of what that means. Fire Emblem is known. If your character dies, they're gone. That's it. It's done. But casual mode means they just come back at the end of the chapter. Yeah. I believe in Awakening, if Krom or Robin die, it's then still it's, game still game over. Over, it's still game I over. It's still game over. I believe. But everyone else is fair game. Yeah. yeah. And so this is a very... Con- I'm sorry. When you said this game was controversial, I'm guessing you meant because of this. This, the fan base is very, very divided Yeah, yeah, on yeah, this yeah, game. yeah, yeah. Um, because, listen, it, it really hurt the spirit of what the game is. But yeah. on the other hand, this this franchise was done. If there was no casual mode, I People think wouldn't buy I think it. Fire Emblem is canceled forever. I think it's canceled. And I would rather have casual mode than Fire Emblem canceled forever, I agree. I think I think that's where goddamn GameCube agrees. <laughs> yeah, goddamn GameCube is in a Fine, like here. we're going we're gonna to die on this hill until the game's going to get canceled. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, then okay you know what fine mm, fine fine we're good we're I'll good we're up. fine i'll back up yeah <laughs> but seriously um so it was, wa- oh sorry go ahead i was gonna say it's a huge thing for the franchise because it continued yeah yeah it is it's huge so a couple other things about this game that i think are very interesting yeah um this is the first game where you can control the camera in battle i really you can pause it you can do a front for yeah, first person view it doesn't really do anything gameplay wise but it's kind of interesting how you can do it I didn't. I forgot about that. It's also the first game where you can fast forward battle animations, which is really oh, yes, nice. That's right. I always do that. Yeah, now. it's like because I don't like to turn them off because I think the battle animations are just a huge part of the game. But sometimes they take a while, so you want to fast through them. I let fast forward through them. That's you know, and you know what's so interesting that you say that in in three houses that we'll talk about later. Yeah, I did that in every animation. Yeah, I, I had fast forward held down the whole time because like they're nice animations, so you want to see them, but you wish they took, they went a little quicker. Yeah, because there's perfect. a lot to, we got sweat shit to do. I wish Pokemon did that. Me too. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about. But We'll talk about Pokemon in a different episode. <laughs> <laughs> so this is also the first game in the franchise where DLC became a huge part of the series. Yeah, we're in that area of games. Yeah. Era of games. Yeah. Um, so to support the franchise. How much money did you spend on this game? Oh, God. I think I bought every single piece of DLC except for the weird ones. I'm going to get to that in a minute. Okay. I bought every piece of story DLC because I thought this game was going to be the last one in the franchise. And yeah. every single story DLC unlocked a prior character yeah. from the previous entries. You can get Ike, you can get Lynn, you can get Ellawood. And they gave you some really nice conversations. Like, I remember one with Lynn when yeah. you recruit her, recruit her DLC character. She says, wait, are you Mark? Oh, my God, I remember you. That's awesome. Which is really cute. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. You're like, holy shit. I'm like, oh, my God. That's so endearing. Yeah. So they did a lot of really nice things with those characters. Yeah. And then they had the bikini DLC. Oh, no. Um, which is really weird. I don't like it. 
I don't really like that aspect of. Don't tell where, me it skeeved you out and you don't like it. Yeah, yeah. it really skeeved me out. I, I remember when they launched the trailer for New DC. I'm like, oh, I'll check it out. Why is Lucina in a bikini? Why? Oh, this is weird. Oh, I don't like this. This is weird, dude. And it's just like I'm gonna quote Beppy from a previous podcast. Yeah, I know why because the the men who made this game <laughs> thought it would be a sellable point, and it was. No, no, no. Oh, people liked it. Of course, That's why they did. it existed. I hate gamers. Me too. <laughs> I hate uh, them so much. I know. So. I bought a lot of DLC for this game. Not that one. Not that one. Um, there was a really cool one called Apotheosis. Yes. Which was the hardest of the hard difficulty that you can get for a few maps. And it was actually very challenging. I really liked it. Yeah. Um, and actually, I'm going to put a hot take here. Yeah, please. Um, one, The DLC storyline for Awakening called The Future Past, I think it's one of the best DLCs I've ever played in a video game. Really? Story-wise. I actually think it should have been the ending of the actual game. Hey, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, when when it comes to that, I'm just glad we got it. I know, me too. Because me too. Yeah, that, that DLC wasn't actually built until the game was released, yes, right? Correct. As far as correct. we know. Yeah, yeah. But they wussed out and didn't do it. They, they didn't, didn't put that as the actual ending. They didn't do it. I actually really like the way it ended in that DLC. Yeah. So if you get, if you play Awakening, I recommend if you're gonna get any DLC, just get that one. Yeah. I think that's the best way to go. So, I uh, another thing about this game, I really like the soundtrack too. Yeah. And. But there's one aspect of it that's really funny. Yeah. Um, voice acting came back for this game. Yes. The game is not fully voiced. Yeah. But um, I'm going to try to explain this as best as I can. You have text bubbles, and then the characters say like a grunt or a couple of words. A couple of words. Or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, it works almost. Most like of the mumble time. speech or whatever. Yeah, or yeah. Bubble speech. Yeah. It, you know, they have the text box to say, hello, my name is Marth, but they'll say, hello. Yeah. Something exactly. like that. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So. Sometimes it gets really funny yeah. if you're just listening to the voices and not the text boxes. So, for example, like I said, Marth is in this game. Marth comes into the, into the picture and uh, he's talking to Krom. So the conversation in the text bubbles flows something like, you know, hey, I'm Marth, blah, blah, blah. They start talking. The actual voice text is, you may call me Marth. Really? No. It's like, it's it like doesn't what? make any sense. <laughs> yeah, any some, sense? maybe there wasn't there isn't quite the level of oversight right. there. Um, Although I do think the translation was pretty good for this game. I think they did a pretty good job. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I was gonna say, and I mean, even though like I, I, I think I played this game two or three times through. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a lot to say about it beyond what we've just talked about. Other than it saved the franchise, so I can't hate I know, it. No, I know. I can't. Um, I can't hate the game either. Honestly, oh, I'm gonna do another hot take here. Yeah, please. This is the best Fire Emblem game on the 3DS. That's <laughs> not a hot take. Because <laughs> you're right. Um, Am I though? We'll get to that. We'll have to. We'll get, we'll get to, to that. Because we'll there's one game on the 3DS people definitely like. I mean, yes. they're all good. They're all good, well, but I think this is the best 3DS Fire Emblem game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you have um, final thoughts on this game? Yeah, I want to talk about the Outrealm game a little, Outrealm Gates a little bit. Sure. Because this is Intelligent Systems and Fire Emblem's way of connecting all the universes together. Yeah. So by using the DLCs, you travel to different worlds, which you can then infer, ah, every single Fire Emblem world is related. Yeah. And they can get to everything through the Outrealm gate. No, I promise. Every Legend of Zelda is connected. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So um, before, we, before we end this, I yeah. want to talk about why this game is controversial with the fans. Yeah. So there's, the, there's two kinds of Fire Emblem fans, I think. The ones that really love the old games and think the new games are just too... I want to. I don't want to say anime e, but that's kind of what it they is. They are. They it's are too anime. much anime bullshit. Yeah, too much anime bullshit, and they refuse to play them. 
because they just don't like them. What? Yeah, and then there's other ones who started with Awakening and love the franchise. That's really important. Yes. I mean, I, I wasn't going to comment on this. As in, I mean, I didn't think of it until yeah. now. You, you're starting to see there are Fire Emblems of different, gen- excuse me, Fire Emblem fans of different generations. Yeah, a lot of people got their start in Awakening. Exactly. A lot of kids got a, their first handheld was a 3DS. It was not a Game Boy Advance, and which means this may have been your first one. Yeah. So you probably loved it. Yeah. So I know our consensus here, um, I was going to ask you, so what do you think? Knowing how Fire Emblem is today, do you wish Awakening was the last one or are you glad it continued? Oh, that is such a good question. Mm-hmm. That Wow, that is an excellent question for a final thought. Nick, I think that's the best final thought we've ever had. Thank you. Thank you. Do I wish Awakening was the last one? Their big last hurrah with everything they wanted. Should it have been the last Fire Emblem? My initial impression is no, mm-hmm. because... I did enjoy, for better or worse, the games that came after it. Um, And like, you know, that's so, God, that's such a good question. You know, the the dark part of me wants to say, no, the older games were better. (laughs) No, of course not. No, I, I, I would say I'm glad it continued because I guess my final thought is for better or worse, this game did save the franchise. And you know what? You know what? The Frodo, it was worth saving. (laughs) There's yep. some good in these franchises and it's worth <laughs> fighting for. I mean, honestly, yeah. also like every game in this franchise is good. So it's not like I'm shitting on Final Fantasy and I wanted it to end 20 years ago. Yeah, or yeah what, I know. Or right? whatever. Yeah. So yeah. what's really interesting about yeah. this too, this is Fire Emblem 13. Yes. And it's divisive. Final Fantasy 13 was also the divisive point in the franchise as well. Some people would argue it was way before that, but, you're, but I, think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I think my, my final thought is really to wrap this whole episode up is it saved the franchise. I am glad it saved the franchise. Um, even though I don't really like this game that much. Yeah. My final thought is I actually, I like this game more than you do. I think yeah, I, I think do really do. like awakening. Um, I thought it was a, pretty good entry. I'm not going to say it's, you know, my top two or three fire emblems, but if I start thinking of ranking them, it ranks up, above the, above middle, the, the, the middle tier and up. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's sure. a pretty good entry despite all the fuck it, let's roll. They put into it. Yeah. Cause above all, it is very fun. It is fun. It is very fun. So with that being said, they built on the success of awakening and intelligent systems did what they do best. Fuck Double down. <laughs> Double down on the things they think make the game great. Oh, and with God. that, we will move into our next episode on Fire Emblem Fates. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs>